Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Jeremy Hunt was the Secretary of State for Health for the longest period since the war. In these e-letters, I called him the Tinker Man because all he could do was tinker with the NHS. He was the boss during a 10-year period of austerity, which meant flatline funding. He had no money to do, change or improve very much at all. It was a period of political turmoil. He had almost no parliamentary time to legislate, to change very much at all. That's the context, the backdrop to his book, Zero. He was boss man during a very dry patch. If the NHS was an allotment, the beans wouldn't have climbed very far and the onions would have been pretty small. It's no good criticising Hunt for not doing anything while he was in power. He had precious little wriggle room. To escape the constraints of the Treasury would have required the talents of Houdini. At the end, with the help of the then Chief Executive Simon, now Lord Stevens, they did manage a bit of Tommy Cooper. Hunt claims the largest single financial increase in NHS history. Just like that. Actually, the five-year agreement for 3.4% annual uplift didn't match the long-term average for NHS funding increases, which was actually 3.7% since 1948. Now you see it, now you don't. But it provided certainty, almost as important as money. The book's central theme is finding a way to end patient harm. Hunt is frank. The extent of errors and harm shocked him. No one can speak with a relative of a patient who's come to a bad end in the hands of the NHS without being moved, angry, dismayed and puzzled in equal measure. There are 150 avoidable, avoidable deaths every, no, not a year, not a month, but every week. There'll be 20 today. Zero is the book, is the quest for zero defects. Now, it's technically possible, but in reality, the Six Sigma standard defines zero defects as 3.4 defects per million opportunities. Now, the NHS sees a million people every day. If there are just 20 procedural interfaces for each one that could fail, and in reality, for some, there'll be many more, that's 20 times a million, 20 times for a defect opportunity. An infinite possibility. The big shift Hunt never attempted was to end the reliance on the work of the CQC inspection to improve quality. There is no evidence inspection improves anything. Shifting to data analysis as the foundation for forecasting errors was within his grasp, but beyond legislative will. End the blame culture? Well, regulated professions run for cover when there's a problem. Regulations, careers, incomes and self-worth can all disappear in a moment of hesitation, misunderstanding or error. The NHS won't be safe all the while, it's not safe to say, I made a mistake. Neither will it be safe until it's safe for someone to say, I know who made a mistake. Hunt knows that, but moving to a no-blame culture means changing medical training, the courts, indemnity, the press, attitudes, and the Department of Health and NHS England, who only have the levers of bungs and beatings to impose their will. Change will take intention, 
intellect, courage and subtlety. Hunt will be remembered mostly, I think, for a head-on collision with the junior doctors. He had no chance. The docs had the public on their side and Hunt had neither the Treasury nor the Cabinet on his. I know from personal involvement the junior doctors were badly led and misled by people who intended to spin the dispute out into the winter and across Christmas. Hunt brought in a white knight, Sir David Dalton, a wise and safe pair of hands, to look for an end. He gave up. The docks didn't want to settle. Finally, Hunt imposed a settlement. Learning, industrial disputes are a failure for everyone. He promised to increase the workforce and didn't. He admits that. He created more university places to train the next generation and has since tried to place a statutory obligation on Her Majesty's Government to plan a workforce, but they're having none of it. What of this book? It's well written, readable, frank, learning. Not that Hunt failed, nor the NHS fails. The real learning, the damage HMG's austerity policies did and the failure to find the courage to do what could have been done with no money. And the unspoken question, has Jeremy Hunt learned enough to be the next Prime Minister? Thanks for listening. This is Roy Lilly. I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.